Hi everyone, welcome to Scouting for Growth. Today, I'm meeting with Jeff Williams, Managing Director for Kairos United States. Kairos is a technology-focused health observation analytics company using unconventional geospatial data to bring new insight to the world's biggest industries, including energy, commodity, and insurance. Like me, Jeff has an incredible background in top five consultancy, but also he has expertise in MNA in the energy sector, which he uses every day as he deep dives into the challenges created by methane and its impact on environmental change. During the course of our conversation, Jeff and I discussed Kairos as a Series C scale-up focused on delivering solution using unconventional geospatial data. Terraces of the shelves solution still white box data analytics and scoring mechanism to meet the needs of today's underwriters and regulators. And then I wanted to know about partnership and how Kairos works long-term with his partners from a geospatial viewpoint within the insurance sector and how he saw for and how the company saw for wildfire issues and other connected catastrophic events too. So if you like this podcast, please rate it, subscribe and comment below. But on this note, let's just get started. Hi, Jeff. Welcome. So good to be with you today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. So I'm excited you know, to be here. We want to know everything about Jeff Williams. So tell us who you are as the managing director of Kairos, where you come from, because insurance is, you know, something you have been coming into recently, so that we can help our audience understand who you are. Yeah, I'm Jeff Williams, based here in Houston, Texas. I work for Kairos, a French-based company. I actually come from the energy industry um, and fell in love with geospatial data. Um, and I believe that Kairos is uh, the best spot for me. Um, and I enjoy working with data. And I'm actually really working hard on working with the in- uh, insurance industry of how they leverage geospatial data. So before going into geospatial, which is what we want to touch upon during our discussion, I'd love to hear about the other industry you've worked with. You know, how you came into this beautiful industry of ours, which is insurance. But before, what were you doing? Yeah, so I actually got my start uh, like many Texans that wanted to get into technology. Um, we I started working for a large consulting company, um, and they are the tip of the spear of energy tech. Um, there, I started working with large energy companies um, to work with data. And I realized that um, all their data is spatial related, right? Um, they have assets all over the country, um, sensor, a sensor network that, that they're not currently leveraging. But more importantly, we were challenging, uh, solving problems that were um, facing challenges of where to go, more importantly, where not to go. And so I've really kind of fell in love with spatial data. Uh, I started then working for other uh, geospatial uh, startups 
um, and realizing that there's a, a robust amount of data out there that companies are not leveraging correctly. Um, and then about six months ago, I uh, started working at Kairos, where um, you know I start I where they've made a, a real win within the commodities and energy network um, and industry. And I fundamentally believe we c- I can use that foundation that they have built with commodities and energy because you think about it those those companies really want insights right and geospatial data really provides those insights for them. And the natural growth and the next step for us is using that foundation of working with the energy um, and commodities uh, industry and really working with um, the insurance industry to build off that foundation. Yes, as you know, insurance companies, insure energy companies and commodity companies. And today, as we are moving into climate change, you know, and a lot of those players are looking at climate tech, uh, it would be great for you to help us understand the power of geospatial and how Kairos is using it. Yeah. Um, well, one, we I think um, where we got Kairos really got the the start and kind of the recognition. Um, we're not just uh, a startup or, or a Series C level. Um, we have um, over 100 employees, uh, mainly ba- built uh, based in France, but now we're really growing in North America. But we got our name really using satellite data to detect global crude count tank levels. We were using radar to detect uh, how much uh, oil was in those crude was in those tanks. And that's how we got our name. But we naturally evolve of um, building other insights, um, asset managing, uh, monitoring for oil, uh, energy, energy companies to really detecting um, climate data, right? Uh, tracking methane emissions, um, uh, carbon. Um, and we see that kind of the, the we evolve from just an insights company to a climate data company. Um, and so we, we, we value ourselves not just for energy, but we energy data, but it's for climate data. Um, the natural is we see the the cause with methane emissions, and now we want to start tracking the effects. Um, the effects are really, um, we could be wildfire, flood, um, and those industries that are get affected by all these um, climate change um, issues are insurance and banking. And that's why we're really starting to focus on insurance and banking as the next industries that we work with. So you start from energy and commodity, and as you said, you you actually look at the extraction or the the result is methane, right? And you know that method methane can actually create wildfires. So can you explain to us when you look at industry? Because you know a lot of insurance companies would work with energy company, commodity companies, but also with retail companies and um, you know financial services organization, sports company. Can you cover all this industry or your main focus is energy and, and commodity and actually really understand the impact of method? And so, uh, therefore, the result of method on one fire and amongst others. Yeah, like I said, the um, we, value, we see ourselves as an insights company, um, whether it's uh, tracking operations uh, or tracking methane emissions. Right. Um, and our start and our founders come from the energy industry. Um, and a lot of our um, employees do as well. They have um, other petroleum engineers are, you know, obviously we have a lot of data scientists. Um, but yes, we we are a, a foundation of our company is energy and commodities. Um, but we're evolving, right? Just like like everything else. Um, we're evolving into a climate data company. Um, we, we will never get out of energy and commodity because that is a good pillar for our business. Um, but we see the effects of methane emissions 
um, and carbon uh, that it's having on the world. And we want to start tracking not just the causes, but we want to start tracking the effects by using uh, spatial data, right? Whether it's satellites, um, drones, um, AI, uh, um, data from your cell phone, right? We we want to start using all that to um, start tracking those effects. Um, we got our, we were actually <clears throat> working with our first insurance client. Um, they wanted us to start working on flood, but we realized that wildfire is something that we can really track by using our expertise. And that was actually the genesis of our first product that we developed for the insurance industry. And it's a direct tie from emissions, all uh, tracking emissions all the way to wildfire. Interesting. So can you go into this example so that, you know, the audience can and the listener can really understand how you saw for wildfire? in insurance, looking at the scenario, uh, be, you know, looking maybe at energy company. So how does that work? How the component works? So I think there's three things that kind of set us apart. Um, we track pre-risk. We have our, our risk score. Um, we're using several different geospatial um, data sets, whether it's uh, weather, um, land, uh, landslide type risk. Um, we use all that. Um the other thing is we also track live monitoring. That's a big piece, right? Um, we use satellite data to track uh, live fires. That's updated very, um, very quick, right? There's a very quick update. So we can give that data to our clients. Um, and also um, post-fire, we uh, give damage assessments. So I think the what really kind of what we're focusing on is not just one specific things. We're affecting several parts of the business of the insurance company, whether it's uh, underwriting, um, customer communication, um, and obviously claims with that post. So I think that's those are what we're focusing on. And I think the thing, the 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 other things that what we really focus and and really want to start focus is a challenge that we see with geospatial data is there has been in, insufficient refresh, um, really kind of bad granularity and a lack of transparency. And I think the lack of transparency is something that's really really kind of hurt the geospatial industry over the past couple of years. We don't view ourselves as a black box. Our customers, sometimes, you know, our potential customers, other companies just get handed a, just a solution, right? What we want to do is work with the or our customers and provide a white box solution where they know exactly what are all the data inputs. And we, we do that with them, right? Um, the other piece too, is not just partial coverage. We have global coverage. Um, last year, we, <clears throat> we put out, um, North America and Canada, United States and Canada. Um, we are working on uh, Europe um, and Australia. So we will have global coverage in 2023 as well. Incredible. So, I mean, the geospatial, as you said, have had, you know, variety of, uh, of issues in the past few years because a lot of companies have been implementing geospatial data but not getting the result from it. And what I hear from insurers is, you know, we need that accuracy and we want to make sure that the quality of the data we are using uh, in our modeling, underwriting, is actually providing the right insight to predict, prevent, and, you know, manage claims. So, you mentioned that you're doing geospatial data, you are doing scoring, and you're actually feeding that into a process. Can you actually explain some of the benefits that the companies you have worked with, whether insurers or others, when applying your method and your geospatial capabilities? Yeah, I think it goes back to that geospatial fatigue 
that I think a lot of uh, insurance companies are struggling with right now. Um, and I think the benefit of working with us is we are fighting this fatigue. Um, and the re how we're fighting that fatigue is by positioning Kairos to be a geospatial partner, not a vendor. Um, and although Wildfire is our most prominent product right now for the insurance industries, what we want to do is partner with insurance companies to cover all interests, right? Um, and all use cases. Um, and that's where I think we set ourselves apart. Obviously, I can talk about how great our team is and all the technology we have, but I think it's really positioning ourselves on some of the challenge our customers have had in past of using geospatial data. Um, and again, it's it's really being that white box solution where we partner with those customers to get, make sure that they're aware of all the data that we're pulling in and working with them to develop uh, those solutions. Okay, so you're developing solutions, white, you know, white box, which means that you can open the box and actually see exactly how the modeling has been uh, put together. And that is great from a regulatory viewpoint because some regulators will actually ask to see the data. So they like white box modeling. So what would be, you say, your, um, your business model? So how do you work as a partner with your partners to actually create that value and uh, create probably that long-term relationship where you start with wildfire, but maybe have them solve other uh, big catastrophic events or other uh, weather-related issues. Well, so you know we've been we've been at this for a while. What you know, not insurance, right? Insurance is new to us. Um, uh, but we've been partnering with the largest energy and commodity and even government um, for years, right? Um, and we're always evolving our products and we're learning from our customers as well and making sure we're delivering them, um, evolving our products to make sure that we're giving them the insights that they need. Um, I think a really good example, though, of our journey as a company is last year, um, we partnered with a French multinational company, AXA, and became their global geospatial center of expertise. And what we're doing there is co-developing use cases. Um, and expand that really focus on climate risk services and solutions. Um, and so I'm trying to replicate that that deal. Um, and we're already in discussions with a lot of U.S. insurance companies as well to do that. And that we're seeing a lot of interest and in not just selling them off the shelves, black box solutions, but working with them to build these larger solutions in these more grander geospatial center of excellence type ideas. So when you work with, um, you know, big financial institution or any institution, so you are bringing your geospatial data and uh, you are mixing that with their own data, I assume. So there would be some external with some internal to go into some scoring mechanism to actually evaluate the risk. Am I right? That's correct. Uh, we see geospatial is part of the solution, not the solution, right? So we work with them to uh, use our data to incorporate into their larger um, data sets, right? Um, and that's what we're focused on. I think that's that's what we've seen work in other industries, and that's what will work with insurance as well. But so when we go into the risk, um, you know, the risk assessment process, would you actually provide, uh, I mean, you're providing a scoring. So how does a scoring works with existing scoring mechanism? Because insurance company doesn't start with, you know, the new model. They already have capability in place. How do you augment existing capabilities? 
So I can't speak for insurance customers and I'm not sure exactly how, um, but I think there's three, there's kind of what I've seen in many discussions is one, they can compare our score with what they have. Um, two, I think some customer potential customers want to replace, right. And see if we're capable of doing that. Um, but again, what I fund ultimately believe that um, we want to work with the customer to figure out where we fit in with our scoring and whether it was geospatial or how they use our geospatial score. Okay. So just to actually get a better lens around Caro. So Caro's French company, you are United States. So you said you are already 100 people. So can you talk a little bit about the business, the culture, uh, being French myself, probably I would have a little bit of a bias. But tell us, how's it been for you working with the team? Uh, there was a culture shock uh, first. I'm not going to lie. I'm a Texan, not just an American. So we're a unique breed. Um, but I was very lucky. I got to, um, I knew of the um, the team before I um, joined. Obviously, you know, I worked in geospatial for a while. So I was very aware um, of Kairos and the the kind of the how well regarded we thought of them in the energy industry. Um, and it's been great. Um, they it's the team is just so smart, right? Uh, I'm blown away with the products we were in the insights were able to deliver. Um, and I view my job is really increasing awareness in North America. We have an established brand in energy. And so I'm really trying to grow that. Um, but in North America is where we see a lot of our growth. Um, and my job and responsibility is one, building that awareness of Kairos um, and also building a great team. Um, we will be hiring a lot in the US um, and focusing on um, not just business development, but having our product team here as well. Um, because we know majority of our customers will be here in the United States. And so we wanna make sure that we give our customers full service of our product team as well. Uh, that's uh, not just in France, but also here in the United States. Yeah, I think this is very important. You know, we have also very strong European data privacy laws and GDPR and stuff like that, which I assume still need to be um, applied as well in other markets, whether that's in the United States or Asia. So I assume you will have to be a you know a self-contained team as you grow in that market too. Yeah, and then we we also have teams in London uh, and we will be working on uh, growing our um, Asia uh, team as well. That's cool. We talked about wildfire. When we look at the plans, where are we going beside wildfire, Jay, uh, Jeff? Well, that's exciting. Um, you know, I need to talk to my team about what we have cooked up with one of our um, current customers. I think... Um, landslides is a natural progression um, of that data. Um, but, you know, a flood is something we've been always working on as well. Um, but again, I go back to, yes, we have these products that we're developing off the shelves, but more importantly, what do our customers want, right? Um, and I think that will dictate uh, what we're building in 2023. Um, our fire product, uh, I'm very, very proud of, I've, um, but we're, we'll continue to develop that as well, right? Um, and add more capabilities to that. W one thing that we're working on too as well is working with the French uh, firefighting team um, and how they respond to fires. Um, uh, and so we will probably have new capabilities by working with them this year as well to add to our product there. 
That's cool. So we talked about the team. We talked about Kairos. We talked about you. Can we talk a little bit as to how you partner, not only with big companies, but with others in the ecosystem? I assume that part of your strategy, we hear a lot about digital ecosystem, business ecosystem, partner ecosystems. I assume as Kairos, you also consider others to be part of your ecosystem to build those solutions of the future. Yeah, that's uh, we are not a hardware company, right? Um, we don't provide the imagery. Um, so making sure we are partnering with the right satellite uh, companies or geolocation companies is crucial for us. Um, I also think we as a we're as we are um, increasing our brand awareness, um, partnering with the right partners there um, is really important for us as well. Um, but again specifically being a geospatial um, insights company, partnerships is crucial for our existence and our success and something that we take very uh, seriously. And we have a lot, luckily we have a great partnership network. Mm, thank you. So I want to take you into maybe five years from now, uh, which is, you know, looking a bit as to where the world is going in terms of environmental change. What are for you the disruptive innovation and the technological decisions maybe that your team needs to, to make to align with the changes happening right now in the world? Well, yeah, I mean, I think we're just on the uh, starting block of um, climate data, right? Um, we're starting to see increase in frequency and severity of NACAD perils. Um, and so I think it's really important for us uh, to make relevant models and solutions to mitigate losses and improve customer prevention. Um, that's something that we're really focused on. Um, in five years, I hope we have those solutions that not just the insurance companies, but financial institutions leverage us to use to help mitigate those losses. I also really want us to continue building our foundation in the energy industry as well as tracking those methane emissions, helping our customers know where methane is happening and responding to that correctly so we can reduce those GHG, GHG emissions. Um, and I think that that will give us kind of full site uh, view on helping kind of this whole climate uh, risk uh, problem that we're facing right now. Yeah. So when I remember reading reports um, around climate change and energy, I remember seeing that for sure methane comes from energy, commodity, but also farming. So um, three industries which are highly um, you know, dependent on methane to produce an outcome. And so it's great to know that as Kairos, this is one of the big problems you are addressing. And particularly uh, by understanding the use case in scenario, you went from data-driven geospatial data uh, to actually solve for one fire and potentially looking at other problems. Um, what I think is important is understanding that you guys are using white box. So you can open the kimono to be able to understand what is happening, which is highly uh, in demand uh, for regulatory, uh, for the regulator in regardless of market that might be. And so combining the, those three, you make geospatial uh, a data set which needs to be looked at. Uh, by large organizations which are trying to drive dynamic underwriting, I assume, because this topic around dynamic underwriting has become much more prevalent toward the end of last year. Uh, 
So when you look at the future of Kairos, what are the three takeaways you would like to leave our audience with today? Well, I think the first one is um, expect uh, to hear about us more, right? Um, I think we are um, we're here to we're really wanting to work um, with the insurance industry, and we're um, establishing ourselves there. Um, so that's one. Uh, two is um, the, I can't emphasize more of the white box um, partner approach that we're having. I think that is crucial. The geospatial uh, fatigue is real. Um, and I know that I've been working in this industry for a long time and working with this data. Um, I see the value in geospatial data and the real um, change that it can have, the real impact. Um, but we need to be more transparent about how we're getting these insights, right? Mm -hmm. And working with our customers to understand what their problems are and how the how geospatial data can solve that. Um, and the third, wow, they kind of... That's a lot of um, a lot of things that we're trying to do is, um, you know, uh, let me come back to you about that later. And maybe I'll reply to you on social media about our third. Oh, yes, I'd love those that. Are the, uh, the, again, the thing is, um, we, we really want, we'll be, um, expect to hear from us. And two is we are going to be solving that geospatial fatigue that has um, been a problem for our, our business. Yeah. And what I see as well, you know, from the conversation I'm having with, uh, you know, large financial institution, you know, they want to solve for climate and they want to solve for environmental change. And part of that requires to understand wildfire, flood, air, storms, you know, all those different uh, potentially catastrophic events, right, um, that are affecting us more and more today. But what I start seeing is we're also moving from a static view of the world to a much more dynamic view of the world so that we can start going into real-time pricing and potentially design new revenue streams, new revenue models and monetization models. So I guess we will see what you guys will bring to us as we move towards those new opportunities. Yes, thank you. And like I said, um, thank you for this opportunity to, to speak. And we, as you all, like you keep on asking, where do you see us in five years? And what I, what, the last thing I want to say is we see ourselves as a geospatial center of excellence for apparel development. Um, and that is what we're building towards. And that's what I hope to have a lot of uh, conversations uh, regarding over the next couple of years to help build for that vision. Thank you, Jeff. So, you know, where can people find you? Uh, so I'm very active on LinkedIn. So please reach out. Um, and I'm also on Twitter. So uh I assume that Sabine, you'll send out the links and you can find me there. Yes, the links will be at the bottom of the uh, podcast where people will be able to rate, subscribe and provide you with a comment as well, uh, Jeff, so that they can actually reach out to you. And so what would be the really last word of wisdom? Last word of wisdom. Um, yeah, I, again, is... Um, uh, we are helping really, uh, my mission is really to help solve the, for geospatial fatigue and really provide actionable climate data. Um, and I really want to have those conversations. Um, so yeah, please reach out to me um, on the links that Sabine's going to post. Perfect. Thank you, Jeff. Until next time. Thank you, Sabine.
If you like this podcast, subscribe now, share with your friends. And if you enjoyed it, please give it a five star review. Also, if you want to cover any specific subject with me, contact me on Instagram under Sabine VDL Officials or LinkedIn under Sabine Van der Linden. Thank you.